I help normalize the fact that just because a man or even a woman in that case has a high powered important role and makes a significant income doesn't mean that the spouse that's also supporting them doesn't also have passions, desires to be fulfilled, dreams to be chased. Hello, beautiful souls. Today's episode is so, so good. And before we jump in, I have some exciting news to share. If you've ever wondered where you're blocking money, this is for you. I've created a free quiz to diagnose your money wounds so you can heal them and unblock yourself to receive more money. Just go to moneywoundsquiz.com and answer six quick questions to get your insanely accurate and potent results. And if you're loving my vibe and want to work one-on-one to call in more feminine energy wealth, I would love to hear from you. You can shoot me a DM on social media or go to emilywilcox.com to learn more. Hello and welcome back to the show. I've got such a good interview for you today. I am under a blanket. I've got the fireplace going. It has been such a rainy, windy morning, although it seems like maybe the sun is going to peek out a little bit later today, but I have decided to not say anything that sounds like a complaint about the weather and to just cozy up and appreciate it because Southern California has been in a drought for so many years and now we're getting so much rain. So we're just going to be in gratitude with it, even though sometimes the weather can be inconvenient as we all know, especially being off with the kids on holiday break for the last week and not really being able to get all of their energy out. They were getting a little bit of cabin fever. Nevertheless, they are back in school. Life is good. We are happy. I have such an amazing interview for you today, just with one of those funny things where you meet someone and you find out that you have a bazillion things in common, more than you ever could have expected, just from growing up in Michigan to working in pharmaceutical sales to having kids the same age. Throughout this interview, we just kept discovering more ways in which we were just living very synchronistic lives. But the guest who I have on the show today, her name is Jessica Doman, and she is just such a great wife, mother, businesswoman, and she's so passionate about helping women expand every area they desire through their own limitless life. And you'll hear that in her way of speaking, her way of being, that she just has such passion and enthusiasm. And just an unapologetic belief that we get to have everything that we want. And it's really a matter of us claiming it and stepping into it and using law of attraction and energetics to make it all happen. So without further ado, tune in here to this interview with Jess. Jessica Doman, I'm so happy that you're here. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Emily. I'm so excited to be here. I'm super excited to have you because as we've been chatting, we've been noticing so many synchronicities like living in Michigan, having been in pharmaceutical sales, now being entrepreneurs. We both have two kids that are ages seven and four. We're basically living parallel lives. We are. I love it. Yeah. So I'd be super curious to know what made you exit corporate America? How did you get started on your entrepreneurial journey? It was totally spirit-led. I loved my corporate job until I had my oldest and I had to go back to work, right? Those 12 weeks are not enough. And I hated the feeling of what am I going to miss? 
And I got to travel a lot, which I loved before I had kids. Like, oh, I'm going to fly here and I'm going to go there. I'm going to meet these clients. We're going to have a fabulous dinner here. And it was a great way to see the country. Then I had a baby and I'm like, yeah, I want to be home every night. And so it was this choice. I felt like I had a choice. Do I want to keep going this way or do I want to explore other opportunities and leave my corporate role that I've worked so hard for in climbing this ladder? And it was this, I made a significant income for our family that we needed during that time. But when I got pregnant and it took us, we had quite a journey to get pregnant with our youngest. I decided, I'm like, this life is just so short. And I know that we're going to be protected, provided for. And so I'm really feeling this calling to be home right now, whatever that looks like. And so it was about 32 weeks pregnant when I left my corporate job. Again, such similar paths where (laughs) we both went back to work after the first, didn't love it, and then left right around having the second. So at that point, were you, oh, I know that I'm going to be a coach? Or was it more like, I know I don't want corporate America. I know I want to be home with my kiddos and we'll see what's born out of that. Actually, so parallel, the universe had been working on my heart and I had started a just a health and wellness business. And I was rising through the ranks. It was an MLM company, rising through the ranks super quickly while working my corporate job, while having a child at home. I was super passionate about it. It was just, everyone needs to know about this. And it was very effortless. And rising through the ranks, getting all this recognition, which I loved, and was really feeding my wounded feminine and masculine energy at the time. And within that, I was also making additional income, which are, which was incredible for our family at the time. My husband wasn't working and getting paid to the amount he should have been or to the amount he could have been. So at that time, I just was like, wow, I could really see like if this keeps happening, like I could quit my job and I could have this on the side. And so that's really when I quit my corporate job, I'm like, okay, well, and I have this to fall back on, right? Like I have this business to continue to build and expand upon as well as staying home with my kids. There was something else for me. Because I always knew I never wanted to be a stay-at-home mom only. I always had this desire for more, but I wasn't really sure what that looked like until this health and wellness company came along and I was drinking the Kool-Aid, like all in, all in on that. So I did have that to jump into once I left corporate. Got it. And how was it for you going from, maybe you still were the primary breadwinner at that time, but like really getting a lot of recognition externally to having motherhood be a big part of your role where one of my friends said this so perfectly, motherhood is not wired for achievement. And Mm. so for those of us who have like gotten our rocks off on achievement for so many years, it's like you go into motherhood and you're like, oh, there's literally no achievements. There's no trophies. There's Mm -hmm. not a lot of pats on the back. You never feel like you're totally crushing it. Yeah, this is coming up for me now. My husband and I, it was a transition period, right, for us. And it was this, yeah, I was totally missing the recognition piece because I was often, he was coming home from work and I was like, oh, I did this, this, and this. You know, and I'm like, can you be grateful? I did all these things, right? The kids live and like, I made dinner. And he's like, yeah, cool. There was yeah. no recognition in that. That certainly was a transition period. And within that, shortly after, I also transitioned out of my corporate role. I began this healing spiritual journey. And so I quickly recognized this need for achievement in my life. And like, what did that mean about me and masculine and feminine energy and all of that? 
if we fast forward a bit, I think my understanding is that you guys still have multiple streams of income. You've got your business, your husband has his, maybe you guys have a few things together, which is also very similar to our household where Mm -hmm. there's this blending of romantic relationship and business partner relationship Mm -hmm. and money coming from different sources. So to the degree that you're comfortable, will you just kind of break it down for us so we understand what it looks like? And actually, we just started a new business too. So my husband is a physician. So we have this income that that comes in. And then I have a health and wellness company. So we have money that comes in through there. And then I have my coaching business, of course. And then we just started, we're going getting into real estate. So we're getting ready to do, we bought a home in Florida that we're going to be Airbnb. So that'll be another income stream for us, which we're really excited about. So we have this one home and looking to purchase one or two more this year as well. So love it. Yes. Again, parallel lives. We're getting ready to invest in real estate and we want to get it by an Airbnb house this year as well. Mm-hmm. So well, let's talk. Let me know if you want yeah, to. Yeah, we can compare notes, see how yeah. it's going. That is so fun. So talk to me a little bit about your coaching because so many of the women that listen to this podcast are either working with coaches or looking for coaches. So what's your flavor? How do you work with people? So I work with people in a variety of different ways. So I have a couple group programs, which you can come into kind of dip your toe, get used to what it might be like to, to work with me, get to know me in my community that I offer. I'm really big on sacred sisterhood. That's something that I really, that I healed within myself and in my journey. And I have this deep desire to go deeper with other women who are also on spiritual journeys and are stepping up to live their desire-filled limitless life, whatever that looks like for them. And this is something that I don't think a lot of women talk about. And we, my husband and I have created a really affluent life and I'm really proud of that and grateful. But society has taught us to, no, no, you can't talk about money. You can't show that, oh, you go here, there, and everywhere, and that you just bought a home in Florida. How can you show that? That triggers so many people. And I don't actually have space for that anymore. I don't believe that that is the wave of the future. That is not how I choose to experience the world anymore. I choose to experience the world that whatever your desires are in your heart, whether it be a second home, a third home, whether it be to buy a car in cash, whether it be to actually save money this year, that's the desire of your heart. And I empower women to live their limitless life, what that looks like for them at any level that is. And I want more conversation around that, more support around that instead of judgment and poking fingers, I want to have conversations about, hey, we're all different. And I want everyone to be so be themselves, which means being so different and feel supported and safe in a space like that. So my containers hold that. I have a great space called Unruly, which is about looking at the rules and things you've been taught that no longer serve you to make room for what does your unruly self doing it your way. And then I have, of course, my sacred one-on-one spaces where the women and I get to do life together every day. We're in each other's back pockets in Voxer. And it's just the most incredible experience to get to know a woman on that level and walk hand in hand with her equal power, but different as Melanie and Lear says, and watch her expand into her limitless life. That's so beautiful. I want to dive deeper on what you were talking about in terms of the potential judgments of kind of living out loud. And since we do talk about things through the lens of money here, I'm Mm -hmm. curious what were some of the old stories that you had around whatever, buying the second home or buying a luxury handbag or 
really letting people see your level of wealth. What felt scary about that? And how did you work on healing it? Really the judgment, right? And it's this piece of, I'm afraid of what others think. So when I really was like, okay, why am I afraid of what others think? Well, I don't want them to talk about my back. I don't want them to judge me. And then this realization, this healing of like, okay, well, oftentimes what shows up, what I'm triggered by is something that I might also feel about somebody else that lives inside me. So looking at myself, where am I judging? Where am I being triggered by somebody like, oh, she has this again, or she's showing off this or whatever, or I'm trying to keep up with the Joneses in a certain way. So I cleaned up all that energy and I fully embodied the belief that whatever you want, you get to have. And I've seen that over and over again in my own life and in the women's lives that I coach. And so it's this, yes, my husband and I have created this life that we love. We've created it, right? We've done the healing work. There's been so much healing work to get here. And we've really shown others that they get to have what they want, right? And that also embodying the fact that I get to go first, right? I get to lead the example like, hey, it wasn't necessarily a cakewalk getting here, but this, I wanted this. And I aligned with it. I took action towards it. And now this is the life that we live and helping by showing up in my fullest expression of myself, that this is actually what I want and watch me come and get it. It's activating other women, activating, triggering other women to really go for what they want to. And I have done a lot of belief work in that it's okay if not everyone likes me because maybe those are the people that aren't supposed to, we're not supposed to work together. I'm not supposed to activate and or if they don't like me right now, that's okay. Maybe that's because I'm activating them to really look into themselves, what they actually want. And maybe it's similar to mine. And I can hold myself in my own personal power to be like, that's okay that I'm not your cup of tea. I want the best for you and that's okay. And that was really hard to get to this place. But even saying it to you, I'm like so dang proud of myself for getting here. That's beautiful. How often... Do you think, because I don't know that people would say this to your face, but how often do you think there's just a judgment of like, oh, what her husband's a doctor? Often. And listen, they're not wrong because he is. He also went to school for 13 years. And we also have, we still have, and are paying down a lot of student loan debt. And there is often this misconception that like, oh yeah, well, he's a doctor. Of course he makes good income. Also, he should because he went to school for that long and he does have a really important role, right? In taking care of people as he should. And also he had to become, and I had to become and holding us in this, really, you have to hold the level of debt that we held. It's getting smaller every day, but a lot of people don't understand that. They just see that piece of it and that there is a polarity, right? There's an up, there's a down, there's a high, there's a low, and that's okay. We knew this going into it. We're okay with it, right? That isn't necessarily always a bad thing either. And so not everybody can hold themselves. Not everyone can go to school for that long. And also not everybody can deal with what it also comes along with. And so I think the more I talk about my husband's the breadwinner in our family, he supports the majority of our household expenses. And the more I normalize, I help normalize the fact that like, Just because a man or even a woman in that case has a high powered important role and makes a significant income doesn't mean that the spouse that's also supporting them doesn't also have passions, desires to be fulfilled, dreams to be chased. It isn't always about the money that comes in. It does. Absolutely. And 
I think this is something that does need to be talked about more. So I'm really glad that you are talking about it and normalizing it. I had a client where like on our first call, her sort of dirty little secret that she held all of this shame around was that her husband was the breadwinner and her Mm. coaching business really wasn't making that much money. And that it actually didn't have to because like they were doing really well, but she felt that in some way disqualified her from being able to help and grow her business. And often the most transformation is like on the other side of that dirty little secret. It's like, what if that wasn't a bad thing? What's been interesting for me to sort of reconcile because I always had that strong independent woman thing, which is all masculine energy. Remembering actually the part of myself, what I think back to a giggly middle schooler or whatever, who would have loved to marry a rich man. And I actually think that many of us had that dream when Uh we were younger. And then we sort of set it aside because either we didn't think it would happen or it Mm -hmm. didn't happen. And then we get into this masculine energy mode. And it's, can we just sort of like reconcile and heal all of this? Because the truth is, in my household, I am a significant financial contributor, as is my husband. But if I get really honest with myself, I'm like, okay, if Jeff could run the agency completely by himself and I didn't have to be a part of it at all, and it 10x or 100x, actually, I would just be so happy about that. If we just had that much more money and it meant that I could either work or not work, And I just get to do what I want and like live out my passion. What is wrong with that? Please, someone tell me what's wrong with that. Totally. And we were talking about this earlier before we went live. It's this whole, I don't have to work. I desire to work, right? I don't have to coach women. I don't. I don't need them to pay my bills. And that's so freaking big and bold and brave to say and audacious, right? Like, who am I to say that? But that is the reality here. And there is so much shame and guilt and like dirty little secrets that come along with that for so many women and or even men. I have worked with incredible women who like they're the breadwinners and their husbands don't really work and or bring in very much money. And that's okay too. Somewhere along the line, we were sold these rules that this is how it was supposed to be. And it doesn't have to be like that. When this whole, I don't have to work, but I want to. So I show up in complete pure desire. I'm not in need and lack and shoulds and have tos. I'm like, I got to sell this program. It's like, no, actually the people that are supposed to work with me are going to, and it's going to be so magical, period. Right. 100%. Would you rather hire the coach that I don't have to be coaching, but I choose to because I absolutely love it. Or the yeah. coach that's hire me because otherwise I can't pay my bills. Yes. So yes. we get that. But I think the fears become more subtle, which is, oh, but if they knew the truth, they wouldn't hire me. Because they want to build a business that is the breadwinner for their family. And because mine isn't, if they knew that they would go hire a different coach that's whatever, making more money from the coaching business. At least that's what I notice. is it's like, it's all of these subtleties and these little stories. But I think the more that we just say, I'm just not choosing for that to be true. And also, by the way, like, I don't want anyone to hire me and then find out something where they feel like they got sold a false bill of goods. Totally. Yeah. This is just facts. This mm-hmm. is what it is. So take it or yeah. leave it. Cause I can't yeah. change myself yeah. and my situation just to meet everyone else's desires. Absolutely. Yeah. So walk me through the numbers a little bit, cause I'm guessing 
I think you even mentioned that your corporate career was pretty lucrative. So if you could Mm -hmm. kind of put a number on that and then sort of put a number on how much money is just like collectively flowing into your household now, I think that would be really interesting for us to hear. Yeah. So I made um, mid six figures in my corporate job. And then now currently we were just doing the fun taxes ending the year out. And we collectively earned $1.5 million last year. Amazing. Yes. Love that. Well, I thank God that you have businesses because the chunk of that coming through the physician's income, it's not very easy to tax shelter that. Totally. That's incredible. Congratulations. Yes. Thank you. We're really proud of that. And also thing about money is it's an incredible tool for other resources, right? Like to give generously to also like expand into other businesses for more freedom. And that's something that we're exploring. And then also teaching other physicians, these other physicians and other men and women who have these incredible jobs that they really have to show up for and teaching them also like, Hey, instead of the traditional way, like we've been taught, right? Put all your money in your 401k, watch it go up and down, save this much amount, try something different. Here's the new way. Invest it in real estate, invest it here in whole life in into foundations for like tax benefits, those types of things. So also we're seeing this. My husband has really been more open to the like and desiring more freedom. And so more open to, wow, money can go and flow so many places and we can do so many incredible things with it to also generate more, right? Which is the ultimate goal. And, you know, we do have some big desires in our family to make significant donations to local places and make a difference in our community and other foundations for when we're no longer here, that our money lives on. In order to do that, you also, we desire to accumulate more wealth so that leaves more of an impact. I love that. Can you even add some specifics around that? When you and your husband are dreaming, what does that look like? Because I think this legacy work is a really beautiful piece of thing that again, also doesn't get enough airtime. We have this belief. So number one, our legacy, we have two incredible children, boys. We are not of the belief that when we're no longer here or side, that we're not going to leave them a bunch of money. We desire to spend the money with them while we're alive. So maybe that means we help buy a home for them, a car, they make some, we make some investments with them, whatever that might be. We desire to use the money with them while we're alive to help bring us joy, to help teach them, to make those memories together instead Mm -hmm. of when we're gone. And so with that, we're making decisions. We're making choices right now that mean, and also because we don't desire to lose a bunch of money, but there will inevitably be some money. I don't want to even say less, but there will be an abundance of money that we desire to go to a foundation. And so what does that look like? What does that mean we do with it right now? So it continues to grow. And also what does that legacy look like for us? Where do we want it to be? So we have conversations all the time. What's really important to us? Of course, we share a lot of things that are important. We agree together, but there are some differences. So what does this look like if we want to leave, have a foundation here or a legacy here or to help this right now? And then God willing, we're around for 70, 80 more years. And so how will those places where we desire a legacy to be when we leave, what will they look like in 70, 80 years? And also that of our own, where do we desire that foundation to be? So it's fun to dream and it's really fun to 
be able to give right now and to be able to know that you're going to be able to give in the future is really exciting. And that's the whole reason behind why you want money, right? Like I want just that to tell this story. There was a woman at Costco and she had five or six children and her card wouldn't work. I'm making some assumptions and that isn't fair, but we'll just say, and there was a long line of course, right? Because it's during the holidays at Costco and everyone's so frustrated. And I'm actually next to her checking out. And I even like hearing this conversation and my husband is talking to me and my children are being loud, of course, and I'm trying to listen in. I'm like, shh, 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 listening to the conversation. And I just pop my head over it. And I'm like, are you having a hard time with your card? She's like, yeah. I'm like, hey, would you, let me just swipe mine. And she was like, oh no. I'm like, yeah, let me just swipe mine. So I just swipe mine. And she was filled with so much emotion. I'm going to get emotional about it. And it was, you're so welcome. This is nothing. This, you are so welcome. And this is why totally. we do things that we do. This is why my husband has a went to school for this long and we've been rewarded with this income and why I get to generate extra income because so we get to do things like that. I love that example because it really is true. Like I was just had this thought pop into my head the other, even just in the last few days where I was like, what if I just had a $100 bill Mm -hmm. every week that I just randomly gave? Just noticing where someone went above and beyond or did something or someone needed it and like $400 a month. And so sometimes I think we think about the thousands and tens of thousands and hundreds of thousands that are needed to make an impact. And it's like, yes. And sometimes that $300 at Costco is like the game changer. Totally. I love that. What kind of resources do you tap into as your wealth planning and legacy building? Because I would imagine like if I thought about, oh, I want to start a foundation immediately, I'm like, I don't know how to do that. So what does your team look like? This past year, actually, we were introduced to this incredible accountant and he has a team of attorneys and other accountants that work in his team. And he really specializes and he knows all the things. When he talks, I'm like, what? He shows us the screen and I'm like, sorry, slow down. Can we talk in normal people terms? Not your... And so he has really, we've really put our trust in him and advised him. We've also done all the things. There were just some resources as it relates to insurances we can invest in as well for us and our health and just supporting us financially too. And so we've done that and we really open. That's the other thing. We're always asking like, hey, universe, we desire to manifest another house this year. We desire to buy another house this year. Like, I can't wait to see how that's going to happen for us. And I know it's going to happen. And I let go of the how. This is the thing I love to teach manifestation. It's totally letting go of the how and just being like, this is what we desire. Let's see how it comes to us. And we are so open to it, right? We're open to the little nudges the universe sends to us or tells us. And then we take the sometimes incredibly uncomfortable work and we take action on it. What the universe says we should do. And we're open to receive wherever the money comes in, wherever the opportunities are, we want to hear about them. And we've enlisted a really good team and our accountant and his business and his team to tell us all the things. And then it's then up to us to decide, yep, this is a yes, this is a no, this is a not right now. That's beautiful. And I do find that as soon as you start to break into that world, so to speak, more resources come to you. You'll start hearing more things. Or when we started doing whole life insurance, it's structured in an infinite banking sort of system. It was like, I thought like, are we crazy? Because we're the only ones we know doing this. And then it was the next mentor that I was working with who has a net worth far beyond ours in the very high nine figures was like, 
everybody should be investing in whole life once you hit this certain amount. And you start to see the synchronicities. And when you put yourself into different rooms, it's like it's different conversations that are being had. And that's special. I think it builds momentum because it's like, oh, this is just how it is for us now. And one thing I want to say to everyone listening is you might feel like, but I don't know those people. I don't know how to get into those rooms. You might not want to buy the country club membership or whatever in order to start putting yourself in those spaces. But to me, that's like the gift of the internet, podcasts like this, and many, many, many others, TikTok, Instagram Reels, YouTube, like there are so many people out there sharing generously what they're doing. And then you can just start to find what resonates with you or even just learn more about it. I was on someone else's podcast and they do a lot of real estate stuff in Indianapolis. And we talked afterwards and we got on a Zoom call with her and her husband. And they told us about these DSCR loans, which is debt service coverage ratio. And it's a different type of loan that you can use if it's an income property. I had never heard of it before. And I'm still not an expert on it, but it's like now I know it exists because through this roundabout way, someone shared it with me. Because you were open to receive it, right? You weren't closed-minded, like, nope, it's got to come in this way and this way only. It's you left room for the magic, right? For the universe to show up and be like, hey, I'm like, here you go. And I so feel that in you, like you definitely have this very open and welcoming aura. And so in that receptivity, of course, incredible things are flowing your way. So tell everyone listening where you hang out online, where they can connect with you and learn more about your work. Yes. So you can check me out on my website, jessicadoman.com or hang out on Instagram, effortlessly Jess. I also am a huge fan of Facebook, Jessica Dolman. It's where I share a lot more about my family and personally what we're up to. So you can find me there. And I really look forward to connecting with any of you that feel aligned. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. And I know that everyone's going to want to connect with you. Any last like parting piece of wisdom that you'd like to share? Thank you for asking me that. I would invite you to really take a look at the belief that you get to have anything and everything you want and see how that feels when you say that out loud, how it feels in your heart and to explore if you can embody that belief that you get to have anything and everything you want because it's an invite for the world to open up for you and for you to live your most limitless life. Whether I activated or triggered you, On today's episode, I just want to invite you into the belief that you are limitless and you can have anything and everything you want. Love that so much. Thank you so much for being here. To everyone listening, thank you so much for tuning in and we will talk to you soon. Okay, what did I say? Jess is amazing. So make sure that you connect with her on Instagram at effortlesslyjess. My top takeaways, number one, you will meet people on the internet that are very much living parallel lives to you. Number two, it's okay to let motherhood change your priorities and work dynamics. Number three, you and your spouse may swap breadwinner roles over time, and that's okay. If you feel funky about it, it's just an invitation to heal whatever's coming up. Number four, you get to have everything you desire. And there's also an invitation there to sit with how that makes you feel. And number five, as you uplevel your dreams, your vision, as you uplevel your wealth, you'll gain access to new information and new resources to help you bring all of that to life. So thank you so much for tuning in. I've got a great episode coming up with LV Perez where we're diving into health, Pilates, and transforming yourself, mind, body, and business. 
If you've been enjoying the show, please leave us a review. Please share it with a friend. As always, we so appreciate the support. Thank you so much for tuning in and I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into today's show. Before you go, I have something fun to share. Now, when you leave a review of the podcast on Apple, Spotify, or YouTube, take a quick screenshot and send it to hi at emilywilcox.com. You'll be entered into a drawing to win a free one-on-one Voxer coaching day with me, and you help the show reach more new listeners. Such a win-win. I also invite you to follow me on Instagram at mmakesmoney and to jump into my free Telegram community, The Money Club, which is linked in the show notes. Until next time, I'm sending you all the magic money vibes.